here, there, and everywhere. Yeah. SAFM 105.9 FM in Port Elizabeth. I wanna be there when the people start to turn it around. When they triumph over poverty. I wanna be there when the people win the battle against AIDS. I wanna lend a hand. I wanna be there for the alcoholic. I wanna be there for the drug addict. I wanna be there for the victims of violence and abuse. I wanna lend a hand.
Well, 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 it's Lifetime Live with Chris Alda Dudumashe. We're saying to Martina, and uh, we're ready to serve you, South Africa. And uh, we have a challenge in our mission. It's called depression. And uh, that was Huma Segela saying to Mamina. And this is in line and in the spirit of our current president um, calling us uh, to action. Uh, there's going to be a launch of uh, a, a a campaign that is just going to get us to be active citizens. It's coming up uh, this uh, weekend, this coming weekend. We'll give you more details about that. And I guess, you know, as we get up and go and do, um, we stop feeling sorry for ourselves and we begin to seek solutions for the problems and challenges we currently face. Um, because life is about relationships. It's about connections. It's about understanding. It's about support. It's about empathy. And um, it, it's just so tragic that in our midst, you'll have people whom you are related to uh, who can come to you and ask for help and and really we can't have a world like that where people feel like they can't seek help and depression is becoming one of those big challenges in South Africa. We kill each other, um, we ill-treat one another. Uh, what seems to be the cause and what are some of the uh, signs and, and symptoms that are associated with depression? Joining us right now, representing uh, the South African Depression and Anxiety Group um, is Nkini Pasha, who's a board member uh, of the South African Depression and Anxiety Group. Good afternoon and welcome, Mr. Pasha. Good afternoon, Chris Um It's good to be on the show. Always uh, a great pleasure. Thank you for having me. Uh, am I okay in telling people that the reason I'm never depressed is that my friend uh, <laughs> works with the South African Depression and Anxiety <laughs> Group? <laughs> Absolutely. You know, I'm always keeping an eye on you. That's it. That's it. How big a challenge is this? Because, you know, when we have these conversations offline, um, it's all good and well to say people are depressed. Uh, But what does it even mean? Mm-hmm. You know, Chris Alda, you know, let's break it down and just make it a little bit more realistic, for, you know, for the listeners to understand. Mm-hmm. In South Africa, what we are saying is that one in three people, yeah. one in three people is actually suffering from a type of a mental disorder. And, and depression, obviously, being, you know, the most prevalent um, of the mental um, disorders. And um, so the likelihood is that one in three people will actually suffer. Um, from a, a, a mental disorder such as um, de- a depression. Mm. And, and you know, when so we use... Huge... It, it is huge when it's one in three. And, and it's easy to just say depression. But there are different types of depression, mm-hmm. isn't it? Indeed. Let's Indeed. talk about Indeed. them. So, so, you know, so you've got the major depressive disorder, um, which is MDD. Um, and that really is a severe form of, um, of depression. And mm-hmm. um, you've got another type of a depression, which is called dysthymia. It's a much more sort of moderate, less severe. Mm-hmm. However, that does not mean that it should not be taken seriously. Because as it perpetuates and it's not treated, mm-hmm. it can then escalate um, to becoming a much more severe um, form of depression. Um, but also you've got depression that is associated with bipolar disorder. Mm. Um, so bipolar, obviously, it, it means that you actually I have got two polar ends. And um, so on the one hand, you can suffer from a, a, a severe depression going into this, you know, dip. And, and you can swing right out of that into a manic phase. Mm. 
But also, you know, Priscilla, you know, you've got uh, what we call postpartum depression. Yes. And this really affects, you know, women that have just given birth. Mm. And instead of really celebrating this bundle of joy, um, they actually find that they are really battling um, with significant and, you know, changing moods. There's really, you know, a bad or rather sad, uh, you know, feelings. And they could feel even guilty and really not having any form of excitement whatsoever. And, you know, and and, and I think very often we tend to ignore Mm. um, that form of depression because we expect that, you know, a new mom is, you know, should be happy, should be excited and to be welcoming this new life, um, you know, um, um, in, in their family. But, you know, unfortunately, you find that actually that is not the case. Um, you know, for some of the women. Um, when you give these examples, I can't help but think, you know, mm-hmm. um, th- this will affect various parts of our lives. Um, it will alter our mm-hmm. day-to-day functioning. So how do we then know uh, when it's time to seek help? Because uh, when you mention um, the, the second uh, type of depression, that's where we would just say, I, I, I just, I don't feel good. And and we don't even mm-hmm. um, get to understand what exactly does that mean. Mm-hmm. So so mm-hmm. let's talk and, about and what causes. You so spot on because very often people will say I don't feel well. And most of the time people will say yeah I'm stressed. You know I have mm. I have stress because Hackish um, up. maybe my job things are not going well in my job or I have financial troubles so mm. I'm stressed about that or maybe it's even you know a domestic issue at you know relationship. Um, you know, marriage, where you're finding that actually you are battling with, you know, your relationship mm. and, and you feel stressed. So very often people would tend to define what they're going through as stress, as a type of a stress. Mm. Uh, but certainly, you know, Chriselda, when we classify clinical depression, what we are saying is that when you've got that persistent um, change in mood, where your mood is very low, you're feeling sad, you're feeling um, hopeless and helpless, You've got absolutely no positive outlook, in, you know, of life. Mm, you might mm. just be cheerful, um, you know, and that persists for at least a period of two weeks consistently. You should then actually seek professional help um, because that could actually be, you know, symbolic or, or, or showing that, you know, there is a, a, a much more serious underlying problem that could very well be um, depression or another type of um, a mental disorder. But certainly, when, you, when you're experiencing that significant change in mood, you lose your appetite, you can't sleep very well. Some mm. people, they tend to actually spend hours and hours in bed. Mm. But when mm. they get up, they're not actually as energized and you know, driven to actually perform their daily tasks. They feel very fatigued and tired. They can't concentrate. Mm. They really can't even focus on simple tasks that, you know, that, that they, they usually were able to perform. They lose interest in hobbies, you know. Um, yeah. So if maybe you are someone who engages in sport, you might, you might just actually, you know, lose, lose the, the, the drive and the interest and, in engaging and in that. As you if were talking... someone who's young and they are studying... Mm-hmm. Now, I was going to say that as you were talking about some of the symptoms, oftentimes we only focus on external factors. And and it's also possible that it could be something that runs within the family that you are depressed. It could also be that you are on chronic medication. Tell us more about this. 
Yes, you know, so, so, so absolutely, I mean, there are different factors that can cause or lead someone to develop in depression. And certainly, we know that having a history in your family, mm. um, so that means that you could actually inherit um, some of those genes yeah. um, that then would predispose you um, to developing a type of a mental disorder. Mm. So certainly, we know that, you know, hereditary um, factors play a role. Biochemistry as well, it's very, very important that, you know, we need to understand that depression is a medical condition. Mm. And how we define it is that it's a whole body condition. So yes, every rightfully say is the physical symptom, but also the physiological symptom. And, mm. um, you know, because it's a chemical imbalance that takes place in your brain that then affects your brain negatively, such that your brain is no longer functioning as it should. And what that happens then, it triggers a set of symptoms that then manifest. And, um, you know, as I indicated that some people, you find that they, they can actually go to bed but not fall asleep. So yeah. they, they will have this insomnia. You know, they've got this anxiety. So it means that then what happens is that you've got these, you know, hormones that, mm. that you know, get excreted or secreted in your, in your body physiologically. That then increases you know, your anxiety levels that then makes you not to be able, um, you know, to perform or function as you should be. So what are the treatment options that are available? Is it treatable? Can one, um, because I, I mean, listening to these symptoms, uh, it, it obviously makes one, it, it's difficult to relate to that person, especially with bipolar, where with the one minute you're extremely happy, the next minute, I don't know what just happened to you. You change in mood. Um, and, and worse, when you are nursing a baby and the one minute you're excited about the birth and the next minute you don't even want to connect to your child. Um, surely there must be something that can be done. Indeed, indeed. And, you know, Chriselda, we encourage people to say, even if you are in doubt, whether it's yourself or your family member or your friend, rather come forward and seek the professional help. It mm. is important. And um, the second is help available and depression is treatable. Um, but what we are seeing in South Africa, Chriselda, unfortunately, is that over 70% of people that are suffering from this type of mental disorder are actually not getting treatment. So it means that they're not diagnosed and and they're actually not being treated. So what that means is that they become severe. Ultimately, unfortunately, the consequence of untreated depression is suicide. So one life too many, we urge people to come forward, contact us as a South African Depression and Anxiety Group. What we recommend is both Pharmacotherapy, which is medication, mm-hmm. the different types of um, you know treatments and medication that is available that we actually employ to manage and treat depression, but also coupled with that is psychotherapy. So that is where really we take you through the counseling, and there's different types of um, you know counseling that we engage to really help you deal number one with those external factors sure. that might actually predisposing you to developing this, this, this um, disorder and mm. um, also giving you and empowering you with self-help tips mm. so that, mm. you know, you are then more, much more aware, much more empowered to be able to identify those symptoms and mm-hmm. to then know um, if you are feeling like this, what is it that you need, you know, you need to, um, to do? But critically, you know, a combination of pharmacotherapy and psychotherapy has been proven to be very, very effective. 
unfortunately, like many other conditions, it is also important to really, you know, initiate the treatment as quickly as possible. Mm. Research has shown us that people that have their first episode of depression, they get help for it and they are able to then reach a remission. And that remission can be prolonged, obviously provided that um, the external factors, you know, um, sort of are not um, as severe or are then not predisposing the person again. But if your depression becomes severe, it's not treated, the likelihood mm. that you would then need to be on treatment for an extended period of time and, you know, becomes higher. So it's, really it is important for people to know that there is help and they can contact us as, as a FedEx and we'll then be able to, you know, start offering those um, alternatives. And we encourage you to contact us right now as we have this conversation about uh, depression. Let's try and attempt um, to assist whatever story that you'd like to share with us. Call Griselda now, 0891-104-207. And we also welcome your WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. And uh, we also welcome your SMSs at 40938, charged at 150. And uh, we are both on Twitter and Facebook at SAFM Radio. And you can hashtag us, SAFM Lifetime Live, as we take your calls right now. Uh, let's start with a voice note. With me on the line is Mr. Nkini Pasha, who is a board member of uh, the South African Anxiety and Depression Group, uh, SADC, and will give the contact number uh, when we finish the conversation. As we just uh, reflect on how depression, I, for me, statistically, this is scary. One in three people will have some mental disorder of sort, and that's 70 percent of people are undiagnosed tragic let's take your calls right now let's hear the voice note first good afternoon my sister you know what uh, the symptoms that the guy is talking about mm, it's the symptoms that i have and then uh, i think uh, uh, i think i need even uh, to see a, pro- a professional uh, help you see because uh, I've been going through a lot of things and then uh, I'm staying uh, in Cape Town in Kailicha I've tried I've, I have even go there to the to the social workers I've go to the social workers three times uh, to to try to report uh, what is going on but uh, you see they don't come back to me. You you know, uh, and even uh, when you are a guy, there is that uh, perceptive of uh, keeping things to yourself and other things. When you go for, it's like uh, when you go there in, in, in those social services, you ask for help. When things are not going the way you were planned, you, you, you feel like, oh, it's just the way that the, the things are. You see, my sister, but uh, the way the, that the guy now is talking, I'm I'm just listening to the show right now, yeah. Mm, and I think, yeah, uh, I do need a uh, professional help, but I don't know. But I don't know. I really don't know what I can do because I've tried. I've tried here in Kailicha. 
I think your point of departure, my brother, you said it right. I do need professional help. And you can actually call the SADE group. Um, they will be able to assist you without you even paying. And sometimes you don't even get to um, the consultation rooms. You just give them a call. They'll be able to assist you on the phone. 800 It's that easy. Datepash. And you know, Chriselda, I think, you know, particularly when we, we're looking at men, you know, in our society as men, we are brought up differently. Mm. You know, we are brought up to be tigers, that we should not ever show our emotional and psychological distress. And that really has proven to be very dangerous, um, you know, for us as a nation, because what tends to happen is that us as men, we bottle things up, we try and deal all this, you know, the distress, the emotional and psychological, and you know, torture, I would call it. Yeah. And we then act out. So we engage in things like, you know, recreational drugs, in alcohol, and, you know, to try and just cope. But then that we know that actually it makes problems even worse. Mm. And what then happens? We then, not only do we actually take away our own lives, but we wipe out our families and then turn the gun on ourselves or we then resort to other means and, you know, of, of committing suicide, such as hanging and, and so forth. So really, I think it is important that for us as a society, we need to really focus and really have a paradigm shift sure. in, ten, in, in how we raise a boy child. And, um, you know, because really we are all human. And um, we should embrace it. We all can be affected emotionally, physically, and psychologically, Mm. regardless of what sex you are. So it's not even weak, you know, to to be emotionally and psychologically. Your body is just communicating that you are not well. Your body is just communicating that you are not well and uh, uh, you need help. Let's take uh, the news headlines now with uh, Risha uh, Mudere. And when we come back, we continue taking your calls, number 0891-104-207. And uh, also welcome your WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. SAFM, leading the conversation. All right, we apologize there, Kanyisile. This is what happens when you are in different studios um, and acknowledge that uh, we are going to be working with you in the next two hours. And thank you uh, for those headlines. Now, we're talking depression right now. It may be that uh, uh, perhaps you're one of those individuals. There are external factors that are happening in your life that are are beyond your control. It may be genetic uh, inheritance. It may be an an imbalance in your brain uh, chemically. It may be various medications that you offer. And you're feeling so helpless and hopeless right now. You can't sleep at night. Um, you are challenged. Um, and and we having this conversation just for you and joining me uh, on the line right now um, is the is Mr. Nkini Pasha, who's a board member at South African Depression and Anxiety Group. And we're talking about the realities of uh, uh, depression in South Africa. Now, Mr. Pasha, there's also, uh, I mean, the reality mm-hmm. of people around you, your family members, um, how difficult is it mm-hmm. to live with a person who um, have mm-hmm. has these depressive sides, uh, I, I mean symptoms, and not acknowledging them? Because it must be very difficult to mm-hmm. deal with a person who needs help but doesn't want to acknowledge 
nor does um, they do they want yeah. to seek help. Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, is that what we are seeing is that um, you know not a lot of people are actually informed and are aware of what you know symptoms to look out for. You know, so generally speaking, a lot of people they they're not even you know they can't even decide. This is what I'm seeing in my last life. It means this is what they're suffering from. So there's mm-hmm. still a lack of awareness, and unfortunately, with that comes the stigma and the discrimination of mm-hmm. people suffering from mental disorders, purely because people, you know, when, when you don't know something, when you're not empowered about something, you tend to, you know, to find sort of negative ways to deal with it. Yeah. So unfortunately, stigma is still a huge stumbling block for a lot of people, you know, to um, seeking help. But certainly, we do also find cases where, you know, some people are actually self-stigmatizing, you know. That's it. And so beat themselves you, you up. You are suffering from depression, however you... Hello? And and beat themselves up, self-blame, self-critique, um, that it's my fault mm-hmm. that I'm going through mm-hmm. these things. And, and that's the chemical imbalance at play. You can actually get help. Indeed. All right, let's indeed, take your calls indeed. now. And then obviously that means difficult for those around them to then be able to offer them help and to offer them the support um, that they need. Sure. Let's go to Nicholas in Polokwane. Good afternoon and welcome to uh, Lifetime Live. Hi, Hello. Hello and welcome, oh, sir. How are you? We good. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Uh, we are speaking to Nicholas. You know, I'm listening to your to your uh, 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 discussion there about depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I lost my job in 2011, and then I couldn't get anything, and then. Uh, after 2016, I lost my wife, and then I'm one of those people who are depressed. Now, with the symptoms that are indicated there, I realized last Sunday I was watching 404, I think it was 404, Dr. Watwad, who was talking about MS. And I realized that those symptoms that were indicated on the MS, about the MS are the symptoms that I got. Now, the, the doctor, I went to a doctor, he said I should do MRI. Mm. Since I'm not working, you see, I, I found that uh, MRI... Uh, hello? Yes, we're listening. Yeah, I, I found that MRI is too expensive because they, I just wanted to do MRI for the neck and the shoulder. It but, was run about 10,000 rand. But I did you try a public that. hospital? Uh, uh, I, yes, I tried that. Uh, I went to the doctor, he referred me to NetCare. So mm, now. But NetCare uh, is a private also, institute. Yeah, he also uh, told me to go to, to a physio and then from the physio to, the, to do MRI. But uh, I went to the private, I mean, the provincial hospital for physio. And then I told the physiotherapist later, look, the doctor says I should do MRI. Mm. And then she said, no, it will be the, 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 the prerogative of the doctor to send me for MRI after I've done the, 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 the physio. Uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the thing is, what, what I'm trying to say is that I do have such problems. Mm. But myself, my concern is that 
strong as I am, or I think I'm strong, mm. uh, uh, maybe at the end of the day, that strongness of mine will change and affect me after the, uh, after the problems I've solved, maybe the problems that I've got. It's like somebody who is acting uh, with water and then is acting like ice. As if, well, now, when, when the ice melts, it becomes water again. That's true. So I'm just somebody, you see, uh, just somebody, that's somebody who is making himself strong. But at the end of the day, that strongness mm. is going to affect me. You, you are a person who needs help, uh, Nicholas. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for giving us that call. You're only human after all. And uh, let, let's have uh, the voice note and then uh, you can respond uh, to both of them, Mgini. Hi, Chriselda. It's Linda here um, in Deben. Uh, thanks for a great show and uh, also um, for the topic that you are um discussing today um it's quite helpful now a, a, a quick question if you know someone who you think is uh depressed but the person in is is in denial and it's difficult to uh you you try by all means to assist but every time you try and bring it up to say don't you think you need help and then they they maybe uh, get angry or upset and think you are uh, what do you do in, in, in that kind of a situation? And this is quite common, Mr. Pasha, um, that you would find a person that you know they need help and you reach out and in a way, and I guess it's not always uh, out of malice or people just not wanting help. Sometimes people just don't know how to receive help, right? So what does one do? Indeed, indeed. Mm. And, and, and also, Christopher, it goes back it, it, it's not really um, uncommon, um, but it, it goes to the approach, mm. you know. So if you're coming forward to your loved one and actually it, it's in the manner in which you communicate with them. First and foremost, you need to actually show them um, that you love them unconditionally and yeah. reaffirm that and reaffirm yeah. your support. Because mm. why do people push back? They push back because they feel that are actually judged. Yeah. They feel that they are reduced to being weak and and, and so forth. Mm. So we, we need to earn that trust. And how do you do that in the manner in which you actually approach the, uh, the topic? Mm-hmm. Don't actually come across like you have conditions because, you know, you might be a professional, but when you are in family setting, um, you, you, know, you, don't, you don't carry that with you in, in, in the family dynamics in terms of the relationship. So it's important to really level up um, the playing field, how you communicate, reaffirm your love and support, and then introduce that. And actually, you might say, you know what, this is what, you know, whether you, you bring along brochures to say, you know, this is what I put, which I found that it could be quite interesting. You know, so you're not coming as imposing and as already judging and diagnosing person. Yeah, yeah. But you are coming on the same level as a peer, as a, as a family member who is supportive. And you can also then direct them to organizations like ourselves, yeah. where you can say, look, I'm no expert in this, but I think this is where you can get help. Um, you know, and certainly, even if we just call me, we've got trained counselors that mm-hmm. will then immediately engage um, with the person and really, really hold their hand um, in offering um, you know, the help that they suggest. I but think importantly, show the love, show the support, and um, and donate.
All right, let's go back to that contact number uh, once again as we conclude uh, the conversation, Mr. Pasha. Um, I mean, there is help. That That's the most important uh, part, that there is help. Uh, what you're feeling right now is your body is telling you something is wrong and, and therefore just reach out and, and ask for help. Yeah. The contact details, please. Secondly, we've got our website at www.sadag.org. Um, people can engage with us there. We are on social media, Facebook, Twitter, um, you know, Instagram, um, at the South African Depression and Anxiety Group on Facebook, um, or at the SEDEC um, on Twitter and Instagram. Um, but also we've got our trained counselors, as I indicated, our contact center, runs from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. seven days a week. And with that, uh, we've got a suicide help line, which is a toll-free number. It's 0800-567-567. And, you know, people can, if if it's not you, it's a family member, contact us, or if your friends reach out and be able to engage uh, with you or with your loved one. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you very much. That number again, 0800-21-2223, or you can contact 011-234-4837. Thank you so much, Mr. Pasha, uh, for joining us. Continue doing the great work.